Okay, what one word would you like to describe your year of 2016? Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. All right, hey, we're going to have another short podcast. This is still the holiday season. This is going to be coming out on New Year's Day, so I hope you're celebrating, getting ready. So it's going to be short, but I want to challenge you with just a couple things. There are going to be three components to a very short podcast today. Number one, I want to challenge you. What is the word that you want to describe your new year? I'll give you some examples, and I'll share mine with you. I want to share with you a quotation. And then I want to share with you a resource that I think can help you shape the year to be what you want it to be. Now, I know that we're hearing a whole lot out there right now about how to, you know, create your best year, how to have success, how to set goals and accomplish them. And I certainly believe in all of that. And I want you to do that. I want you to take advantage of whatever tools can help you achieve the success that you want. I'm a big believer and identifying goals and deciding in advance what I want the year to look like. I'm very strategic about that. You've heard me talk a lot about the fact that I have mine finished by November 15th. So I've identified success in seven different areas and not just general things. I want to be a nicer guy or have more success or whatever. Very specific. What steps have to happen for me to make the deposits of success in those areas? That's not to take the spontaneity out of life at all. It's to release the very best that I have and to give me more margin in my life. I mean, that's what it does. I find that people who don't set goals are often overwhelmed with details. They're busy, busy, busy because they aren't really even clear on what their priorities are. And so everything seems important. If you have identified what your goals are, what your strategies, tactics are for getting there, then you can also build in with that a lot of free time margin in your lives. Well, one of the things that's popular, and again, I encourage you to do whatever works for you. There's no cookie cutter program. There's no one set way to achieve success in your life, whatever that means for you. But one of the things that's popular is to identify a word that you want to be kind of your theme for the next year. I like that. I haven't always done that, incidentally, but, but I have the last couple of years and, and I'm going to this year and I'll tell you in a minute what my word is going to be for the year. But this is something that's been a common theme in my mastermind the last couple of weeks. Somebody posed that. What's your word for 2016? And some of the things that have been shared are, word, are things like and, which is kind of interesting somebody that just recognizes they want to get in that mindset where it's not either one thing or the other, which we often think, but rather how can you do an and that's a real success principle to see how could you do both something? You know, and I have somebody call and say, should I be, you know, a school teacher in a, a church school where I love the kids, their parents and the values align with mine, but they don't pay me anything. Or should I go work in a regular school, double my pay, but it's not the kind of environment that I want. It's not the kind of values that line up with mine. Which should I do? Well, my answer is 
Don't think you have to compromise. Don't think you have to choose one or the other. Look for a place where it would embrace your values. You love the kids, the model for education, and they pay you extremely well. Don't think that's unreasonable. Anyway, somebody identified and is going to be her word for the year. Another word offered was leverage. That's going to be somebody's word for the year. One is streamline, direction, possibilities, rewire, fire, authentic, jubilee, abundance, momentum. These are all words that people have chosen that are going to be their theme word. And these are people that I really, you know, know, love and trust. These are people that I care about, but the words vary a lot. Somebody's taking essentialism. The title of a book by Greg McCowan that we read together as a group this last year. And somebody's going to identify that word as being their theme word to just narrow down to what is essential and eliminate a lot of things that are just crowding up their life. Somebody says rhythm. Well, here's my word. Here's my word for the year. And it's wonder. Now, W-O-N-D-E-R, not W-A-N-D-E-R. I don't want to wander, but it's wonder. And it's the definition is an emotion comparable to surprise that people feel when perceiving something rare or unexpected. I love that feeling when something that you just can't explain it's beyond description. So our quotation for the day then comes from Socrates who said, wisdom begins in wonder. I love that theme, that feeling that idea that wisdom begins in wonder, the sense of not really knowing, not being able to understand something and just basking in how marvelous and beautiful it really is. Abraham Herschel, a Jewish theologian, a wonderful writer whose writings I absolutely love, has a book titled I Ask for Wonder that I just pulled off the shelf. I've had the book probably 15 years, but I pulled it off the shelf, a little paperback that I'll read again. But in there, he says, I did not ask for success. I asked for wonder and you gave it to me. Contrasting, not just success, but wonder, you know, with me personally, having kids really helped me with the idea of wonder. Now, my kids are grown and I have grandkids, but when I had little kids, you know, I, I was the kind of guy, I always wanted to figure things out. I didn't want to just have to believe something. I wanted to figure it out. It was, it was something that really challenged me, even with the idea of faith, because there's too many things that I can't understand. And my desire to understand how things work, to have logical reasons, you know, for even my beliefs, it was a roadblock for me. Then I had little kids and I saw with my children, the wonder at Christmas time. I mean, sure, there'll come a time when they want to know how Santa really comes down the chimney. But in my own quest for understanding, I never want to let my wisdom cloud my sense of wonder. So when I stand outside on a starlit night, I don't need to know how the stars are held in place. I don't need to understand, you know, even basic gravity, let alone astronomy and all that. I just need to enjoy the wonder of looking up at the stars. And when I'm sitting in a restaurant with my wife, Joanne, I don't need to have a mathematical equation to explain what love is. I just need to bask in the wonder of being so in love with another person like that. When my granddaughter asked me to go for a walk through the woods, 
I don't need to be checking my iPhone for new work updates. I just want to enjoy seeing the world through her innocent eyes, to notice the beautiful leaves that get her attention, the stones that have interesting shapes and fossilized imprints, and to hear the unique bird calls that she can recognize and identify, just to enjoy that wonder. I was out just a couple of days ago with one of my granddaughters, and she's making a map of our property. We have about 10 acres, and she's making a map where she's identifying where there are stones. We have a lot of rock on our property, where there are stones that have fossil imprints in them. I love the fact that she's taken that on to do that. And there's a sense of wonder with that. Don't have to explain a lot of things. I mean, how do we get fossilized rocks in Franklin, Tennessee? I don't know. I mean, how do we have rocks that obviously were underwater at some point because of the kind of imprints that are, I don't know, but I'm just going to enjoy the wonder. Well, the resource that I'm going to share with you today that I want you to take advantage of is a brand new PDF. It's only 14 pages long and comes from my friend Donald Miller, who wrote the book Blue Like Jazz and a lot of other books. And he now has a company called Story Brand. You've probably heard me talk about, but his little PDF is titled Start Life Over. He has five principles in there and they're really great, encouraging instrumental, challenging principles. The first principle is you were designed to change. The second principle, you are in a relationship with yourself. Make it a healthy one. The third principle is sometimes it's okay to quit. The fourth principle, and you've heard me reference this a lot, you will become like the people you hang out with. One of the things that he says in there is some of us pay more attention to what we eat than we do to who we're eating with. The reality is the latter has a more dramatic effect on the quality of our lives. I mean, think about that a minute. Are you more interested in your diet, in the nutrition, in the calories that you're eating? Well, maybe a more important thing is who you're spending that eating time with. And then the fifth and final principle is I can only do three big things in a year. That's it. Just three. Well, I want you to be able to Go through that, plug those principles in, pull out what morsels really make sense for you. But I'll put a link to that in the show notes today. A link to Donald Miller's little PDF, Start Life Over. It's free. You can just click on it, open it, and read it. And I hope you enjoy it. So I want you, I want to leave you with just this. We're just going to wrap up here really quick. I want to leave you again, reminding you of the quotation from Socrates. Wisdom begins in wonder. Now, again, that's my word. Hey, let me know what your word is. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Just again, if you have a question going into the new year, and we'll be back next week with a regular length podcast answering questions. We've got a backlog in there. But if you got a question regarding getting started in the new year, just shoot that in to askdan at 48days.com. Love to review that. But share your word with me. I'd love to share some of those next week as well. What is your word for the next year? And then I hope you adapt my principle in which I never want to let my wisdom cloud my sense of wonder. My word is wonder. I hope you're at the beginning of a wonderful year, a wonderful year. Just the word itself implies it ought to be full of wonder. And I hope that's the kind of year that you're anticipating and thanks for being part of this community where we are finding or creating not only the work, but the life that we love. Hey, I'm going to take us out today with my 
my theme song, the song that is the ringtone on my telephone, my favorite group of all times. You'll recognize it as soon as it starts, I'm sure. So we'll end with that today. Have a great new year. a bloom shoots up through the stony ground there's no room no space to rent in this town you're out of luck and the reason that you had to care the traffic is stuck and you're not moving anywhere you thought you found a friend Take you out of this place Someone you could lend a hand In return for grace It's a beautiful day Sky falls, you feel like It's a beautiful day So let it get away On the road But you got Even if that 